0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels, including Instagram for the first time. Hello, Instagram. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Packers Daily Chat here on Monday afternoon, Monday through Friday. It's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. And for the rest of you, you know the drill. You're not surprised, are you? I know no one's surprised that Matt LaFleur is not firing Joe Barry, which is the news coming out of Matt's after-game presser. LeFleur met with the media a little bit ago and confirmed that Joe Barry will be his defensive coordinator here for these last three games. I'm not surprised at all. I will be absolutely shocked if Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator in 2024. We'll see how these next three games play out. I've seen people in comment sections and in my mentions saying, oh, but what if they go on a run? Really looking at this team like it's going to go on any kind of run. I think we've seen the best of Joe Barry uh, on certain games this year. The best is just not good enough. And yes, they've limited scoring, but they are literally in the bottom third of every single defensive metric in the league. And yesterday just laid bare all the problems when it comes to their approach on defense. And yes, Matt LaFleur is culpable. He is the one who not only hired Joe Barry, but retained him this offseason. season hoping for some continuity on his staff, and that continuity would hopefully breed better uh, overall play on that side of the ball, but that clearly hasn't materialized. And look, I understand what Matt's saying when it comes to the communication and the lack thereof and the problems on the back end especially when it comes to the calls and what they're being asked to do, but that is literally the coordinator's job, to put things in place, to have mechanisms available to the players and throughout the scheme, to make them, to empower them, to give them the opportunity to adjust in-game and work whatever they need to do as far as calls to get out of bad looks, which the Buccaneers kept taking advantage of again and again and again, and to me, that is the most damning thing. Never mind that, yes, it was very apparent that they were attacking Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker as much as they could with their wide receivers, especially Godwin, throughout that entire game. But it wasn't like it was incredibly sophisticated. I mean, it was pretty simple. They kept putting Godwin at the three and letting him go to town. And it's got to be demoralizing for a unit that continuously gets the opponent behind the sticks. You get a second and 12 or even a second and 18 and give up a first down, or get them into second and 29. Think about that. You're on the sideline. It's second and 29. If you're an offensive player, you're thinking, all right, get my helmet, we're going to limit this, we're going to get a punt, and then they let 24 yards get ripped off on second down and then allow a third down conversion. And this happened again and again and again yesterday, and it's an ongoing theme with this defense. And it comes back to something I've talked about forever, And I'll continue to talk about it as long as Joe Barry is in town. Joe, you got to let these guys compete. Let them compete. When it's third and four and you got your safeties lined up across the street, you're not letting anyone compete. And every instinct in this defense is to fall back rather than to attack, to do anything to dictate to the opposing offense. There's nothing even resembling that outside of the occasional stunt up front, which is nice, hey. You got a sack off a stunt. Well done, LVN, sack number three on the year. Well done, rookie. But to count on that and nothing else, you saw pressure from all facets of the Buccaneers defense. You saw cornerbacks being sent. You saw safeties being sent. I I can't recall the last time. I think, actually, week four against the Steelers, the game where Jair initially hurt his shoulder, was that three years ago, two years ago? I think it was three years ago. That's the last time I saw a cat blitz from Joe Barry. I mean, this is, it's just the same structure, that too high shell, for the most part, not always, but for the most part, some variation of cover three, cover two, cover six, which is what everyone was talking about at the end of last year when Joe supposedly saved his job by the quote-unquote turnaround when they got all those interceptions at the end of the year. But, you know, I think people have forgotten the context around some of those games and the quarterbacks they were facing. One of which included facing a quarterback who literally played through a concussion in Tua in the second half. Oh, you picked off the concussed quarterback? Keep that guy around. It's long past time for Joe to get his walking papers, but I understand why Matt is keeping him around for the last three games. Now, that said... I do not doubt for a moment that there will be a lot of conversation inside 1265 Lombardi when it comes to what they're going to do going forward after this offseason and or even heading into this offseason. I have to think Brian Gutekunst needs to be in that conversation. I know he is on par with Matt Lafleur and the power structure, but there's no way you can sit here and tell me like he's not sitting there wringing his hands knowing that when he interviewed for the job, He was supposed to be the head of football, and then Mark Murphy inserted himself as the head of football, and now he is on the same plane as Russ Ball and Matt LaFleur. There's got to be a point where, you know, if you're going to be talking about who you want to hire as a defensive coordinator, Gutekunst has to be in that conversation. He absolutely has to be. But we'll see. That's at least three weeks away. Um, Can't wait to go down to Carolina and make this young, uneven quarterback look like a Certain first ballot Hall of Famer, because that's what the Packers do. It's their mo. Hello, to everybody in the comment sections. So good to see you, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. You got a lot of folks lined up. How we doing, folks? All right. Let's start with Ed. How you doing, Ed? Thanks so much. Not tracking the coach here. Not hearing the performance is unacceptable, but just unfortunate. And based on bad communication in Week 15, dying on the hill for Barry. I don't think he's dying on the hill at all. I think he's treading water until he feels it's appropriate timing to fire Barry. And that's just me. That's just my interpretation. Uh, But I don't think he's dying on any hill for Joe. I don't think he's going to go into this offseason and we're going to see some, you know, release or press conference from Matt where he says, you know what? I'm tripling down on Joe Barry. If that happens, then I'm out on the floor. But I don't think that's going to happen. Dan Casper, I greatly appreciate the super sticker. Gary, thanks, man. This does this goes deeper than Joe Barry. This goes down to position coaches and culture. Players should not be this unprepared this late in the season. And the culture took a hit with the Rasul Douglas trade. I mean, I think the energy took a hit with the Rasul Douglas trade, but I don't know if the culture took a hit. I don't buy that. But I hear what you're saying as far as there can't be excuses for a defensive staff when you literally look across the field at the opponent who's also dealing with a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball, yet they don't seem to have the same issues the Packers do. In fact, no team seems to have that many issues week after week after week. I get you're juggling, guys. I get you got a bunch of youth out there. I understand it. But that does come down to communication from the coaching staff and what they are teaching and what they are emphasizing. You get what you emphasize. I have... Zero idea what the Packers coaching staff is emphasizing on defense other than don't get beat deep. When in doubt, backpedal. That's the mantra in Green Bay. And you ain't going to win shit with that as your mindset. Henry, what's up, man? Thoughts on Jair wiping his social media of Green Bay stuff? I truly 1 billion percent do not care. I, I just don't. It's his social media, man. I don't care. Talk to me when he, uh, you know, has something declarative about the Green Bay Packers and how he wants to leave or whatever the new tinfoil hat brigade is cooking up about Jair. Man, I simply do not care about his social media. really don't. I'm old. I'm an old man, so don't listen to me. Go have your fun on his social. Joe, what's up? Pack D subject of a tweet from The Onion. Sigh. Yeah. When you're getting cooked by The Onion... You know you've come to the end of the road. I mean, God bless the onion, though. That was great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Um, we got David here. So is Jair fakin? Just kidding. Go, back. go. <laughs> I'm glad you can joke about it, David. I'm kidding. Have at it? Pac Daddy. Thanks, man. Best Sunday stat, Wicks and Craft 72 yards after the catch. Yes, they got a bunch of dogs on offense. How nice is that to see? I mean, Wix in particular, the way he relishes contact. I highlighted a play on Twitter this morning where he legit can just step out of bounds if he so desires, but instead turns back inside, looks for contact, and drives defenders an extra almost five yards. That kind of guy can play for my team any day. I absolutely love that. Jeezy, baby, what's going on? Who's starting alongside Walker next year? McDuffie? It's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. I tell you what, if Campbell doesn't turn it around here these last three weeks, he will be gone. I can't imagine a world where they bring him back, considering what he's putting on the field at the moment. She said, Joey, thanks, man. With how he's coaching those DBs in Dallas, I would love to see Al Harris as a potential DC option. I'm surprised I'm still getting the Al Harris stuff after how they looked against the Bills. But, uh, yeah, I'd love it. I'm all about it. Like I said, I mean, I know very little about any assistant coach in any facet of the league because I barely know, you know, what the guys in Green Bay are charged with and tasked with and asked to do on a day-by-day basis. And I understand Dan Quid's group is playing very well throughout most of this season, but that doesn't mean we know what Al is in charge of and asked to do and – what he's emphasizing with those guys and how much of that is the players and how much of that is him. And I love the idea. I've said this before. I love the narrative. I love the story of the prospect of Al Harris coming to green Bay as the defensive coordinator. God help me, please. That'd be dope as hell. But as far as like, is he better than all the other possible options? I have no idea. (laughs) Lambo Leo. What's up? The USS Joe Barry is listing heavily. All the water pumps have failed. There is one lifeboat left, and Captain Lafleur has chained himself to the helm. Okay, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I think you're a little premature, though. Talk to me after the end of the season, and if this is still the case, and Matt is still sitting there going, yep, no, Joe's my guy, then you have an argument, and then you have a super chat. Thank you very much. Baby QB, what's up? Just jumping here, Matt Lafleur, not a leader ever. See twelve o'clock high. W- why was the colonel fired? <laughs> I'm just gonna re- I'm gonna keep repeating myself. Talk to me at the end of the season. If you we get to 2024 and Joe Barry is still the defensive coordinator, I will join you all in the chorus of damning Matt Lafleur. But at this point, there's a lot of ball game left. Abdul, haven't seen you in a while, man. Hope you're well. Hey, Aaron, what do you really think is going on with 23? Have you ever seen a player practice four weeks in a row and not play or even travel with the team? He also deleted all Packers content from his, I think you're going to say social media. Again, I don't care about the social media stuff. Jair's always been his own man, right? I don't think anybody uh, needs to go very far to see evidence of that. And I will say, as Matt indicated at the podium today, it was a miscalculation on their part as far as not placing, placing him on IR. Um, But you got to remember, yes, I've seen plenty of dudes practice on a limited basis for weeks on end and not play. That happens all the time. Just the fact that he's never been a full participant tells me all I need to know. Once he's a full participant and not playing, then we can talk. Matthew, thanks so much, man. Even in Nags, apologies, I couldn't attend yesterday. I simply couldn't find the positivity to post gotta lose eight to finish nine and eight. Conversely, I think there is so much to be excited about next year. Go Pack Go. See, they finally broke Matt. I love it. Matthew, I'm sorry, man. I feel you. But yeah, they finally got to you. But I'm with you. I was talking about this last night with a couple different people. Like the idea of how excited I am about 2024 is like getting in the way of trying to be involved with the 2023 team. Like, uh, yeah, they could win these last three games, make a playoff run. Like, I get it. That could happen. I think it's very – the chances of that are infinitesimal. But, yeah, that could happen. But that doesn't – that excitement for that doesn't compare to how excited I am for what this offense is going to look like in 2024. As far as the defense, (laughs) it really depends. We'll see. Vex, what's up, man? The 2023 is the fault of Matt LaFleur. If Matt LaFleur had paid attention to his defense in 2022, this wouldn't be the giant stinking fed? Shed? Dead? Med? not quite sure what that last word is supposed to be. But, um, yeah, it's totally on Matt. It was his decision. Was his defense. It's his style of defense he wants to play. And very precious little has changed. So, yeah, it's 100% on Matt LaFleur. No question. Abdul, what's up? Thoughts on what Mike Daniels said earlier this week? I haven't really dove into it. I've seen headlines, but I haven't really looked at what he said. Um, I'll have to take a look. I love Mike. Mike was always really good to us when he was uh, playing. But, yeah, I haven't got a chance to look at it. Dag, what's up, man? Thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate it. I got a fun fact for you, Aaron. Did you know all the explosive plays? That shit will get you beat. Someone should have told that to our DC on Sunday. Yeah, Dag, but did you know that our DC is the one who told the guys that this morning? It's like Inception, right? Yeah, I saw that quote from Ryan Wood out of the locker room. The fact that Joe Barry got up in front of the team, got in front of the defense yesterday, or I'm sorry, this morning, and laid it out for them is just hilarious to me. Like, why he's doing anything other than apologizing. I'll never know. It's just funny. Michael, what's up, man? Hypothetically speaking, even if we were to hire the greatest defensive coordinator of all time, how long will it take for us to have a top 5'10 defense? Not long, man. Have Anybody watched the Vikings this year? That's what pisses me off probably the most, is the fact that their defense was fucking atrocious last season. The head coach went, you know what? I ain't going to get it done. They hired Flores, and now it's good really good. Like, it's not difficult. (laughs) It just drives me insane, man. Drives me insane. Abdul, what's up? You said you understood keeping Barry last offseason. If last three games we play like we had earlier this year, would you understand if we kept him again this offseason? No, I would not. I think he's shown his ceiling, and his ceiling is not championship level or championship worthy. And if the idea is to win a championship, to bring another Lombardi trophy back to Titletown, there is no way on God's green earth you can look in the mirror and say, yeah, Joe's the guy. No chance. No way. Double, what's up? Picking up Bryce Young for my fantasy playoffs, I like my chances. It's only funny because it's true. Ed, what's up? Was there a Lynn Dickey tribute at halftime yesterday? Losing because of the D would have seemed like old times to him. <laughs> Well played, Ed. Well played. I like it. That's a good pull. Craig, what's going on? Nags, tough game, but I can take solace in that Dallas got freaking destroyed. Their fans are insufferable. Also, was it me or was the grass on the TV broadcast super green? It did look a little green. It looked slick. Saw guys slipping. I saw you know there was one in particular, where wick slip coming out of his break. Still made the catch, but yeah, it did look healthy. Man, like, I know they got a lot of rain in the recent past and. It's been warmer than usual around the uh, Green Bay area, so I think that did it did it well. Michael, thanks so much. When Ed Policy takes over, do they keep the same structure or give it all back to Goody? Which way do you think is better? I'm an old, I'm an old head. I want him to give it back to Goody. Uh, I think I understand why Murphy felt compelled to do what he did in the moment, especially coming off of everything that transpired down the stretch with Ted. I think Russ Ball... And his abilities really kind of threw eh, a wrench in it, but I think he wanted to make sure that they didn't lose Russ Ball um, with his acumen as a uh, cap contract guy. But, yeah, I think that's a great unknown, though. We talk about Ed and what he might do when he takes over, if he takes over. Now, he's the leader in the clubhouse, but that is not a foregone conclusion. But if he were to take over, I'm fascinated to see how he operates and what he thinks is best. Um, As far as I know, he's never been put on the record or even asked in a public setting what he might do, probably because it's all very presumptive at this point. But, yeah, I don't know. Again, I'd like the GM to have total control of football and for the head of the organization, the head of the franchise, stay the hell out of it. I think that's the healthiest. And, look, again, I understand why Mark did what he did. I think you can point to a number of different organizations who – run with kind of a similar style power structure-wise and have had success. I just think, especially in Green Bay, it's best to have the GM controlling football. That's just my own personal belief. Amar, what's up? Thanks for being a care of the G-Club, member brother. I'm here. I made it. I'm pissed. Matt LaFleur is letting his loyalty get in the way. Drayton, now Barry, this is embarrassing, performance-based, but not with Barry. Now, is, is it performance-based if you're not looking at the entirety of, you know, the work? so to speak. And I know they've had years together, and I understand that we're coming off a very disappointing game, a historically poor performance. I understand all that. But Matt has operated this way, pretty much since he's getting hired. I don't expect things to change suddenly. Like, for good or evil, as Gandalf might say. Yes, it's incredibly frustrating. I don't know if that loyalty is getting in the way. I just think this is how Matt operates and wants to you know, how he wants to go about his business. And it's his shop. It's his crew. It's his program, you know? Like, if you want to run your NFL franchise a certain way, you are by all means welcome to put in the work, work your way up the ladder, and get a head coaching position and then operate however you want. But this is Matt having done all that and landed in this position. This is how he wants to operate. Now, look, maybe it ends up getting him fired. It's entirely possible. But for the moment, as a Packers fan, he's your head coach. Nothing going to change that for a bit. Jesse, what's up? I'm not absolving Barry of blame, but the defensive woes run deeper than just coaches. The D hasn't seemed to be able to dictate since capers. Yeah, and that's early capers at that. I think there's just a philosophy of defense. You know, the whole Mike Pettin quote, you know, it's faster to fly to Miami than to walk there. And that's why they have mostly, and especially as the how the league has been set up rules-wise and offenses having lots of advantages, teams have tried to become much more about defending the pass strictly almost. Um, but I do think there's a case for, you know, things have changed greatly and lots of defensives have started to become so malleable and the ability to run a lot of different t- kinds of stuff where that's down to your philosophy and what you want to see from your defense play style, which is something I always harp about. Like, it's clear we hear matt talk a lot about play style and how he wants 11 hats to the ball guys flying to the football but we so rarely see that because they're put in positions where they're not allowed to compete so how are they supposed to fly to the football when you know half the team is you know 20 yards down the field protecting the big play it's just drives me nuts chris what's up if Malafour is going to keep barry around they better absolutely shut down the panthers which they won't. Can't wait for the Nagler blow up. I don't know, man. You got the one blow up out of me yesterday. I the rest of it is just kind of I don't know. Cost of doing business at this point with Joe. Like I fully expect them, the Panthers, to move the ball, probably score some points, which they haven't done much of all year long. None of it'll surprise me. I'm expecting it. Uh Craig, what's up? As we get closer to the end of the season, which player on offense has impressed you most? Same on D side? That's a good question. On offense, man, it's really a toss-up between Tucker Craft and Jaden Reed, but both of them have been really damn impressive. I'll say Tucker Craft is by far the most improved player on the team, considering where we saw most of where he was during the summer. It's night and day, man. He's really come on. Uh, He's been impressive as hell. On defense, that's a really good question. Um, I'd probably say Rashawn for the most part overall. You know, I think you've seen flashes from a lot of other guys. I think the Packers wasted Kenny's best performance in a long time yesterday. But, yeah, probably Rashawn. Sean. Um, let me see. Sean, what's up? J.S. doesn't want to have his stats down because of Joe. Hmm. Not sure what you're saying there, Sean. Sorry, buddy. You lost me. Ryan, what's going on? Would you rather have Pettin over Barry? Yes. Thousand percent yes. That's I don't even have to hesitate. Is that a question is that a question? Yes. Masaliminiano. God damn it, I almost got it. M, what's up? Love and read and wicks dots and Dobbs craft and musgrave. Looks like a future dream team to me. On the D side, I'm confident Matt LaFleur will hire hire the right guy this time. Ooh, you're more confident than I am there, M. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the offense, no doubt about it. But like I said. I think there has to be a conversation internally about what they want to see on defense. But, yeah, here's hoping. But, look, if and when, and I'm going to say that, if and when Matt LaFleur eventually dismisses Joe Barry, which really he can just let his contract run out, I'm pretty certain, um, and hires whoever he's going to hire as his defensive coordinator next year, that's it. It's over. That's the crew that has to go win a championship. That's, I mean, that's point blank. It that you won't be given many more chances, so to speak, you know. But that's all long, long in the future. We shall see. Joe, what's up, man? Joe Barry will be sitting at home next year, laughing his butt off as he watches Matt Lafleur on Hard Knocks. That yeah, he helped uh, engineer, and it's true. they their Hard Knocks is absolutely coming for them. Baby QB, what's up? Double dare reporter to ask Matt Lafleur to name one thing that's gotten better these. Past few years under Barry, insanity. That is an excellent question. I'll ask Matt that next time we talk. Stanley, what's up? If Bears fired Matt Eberflus, our next DC in 24, I don't think it's an impossibility. I think it's entirely possible. Definitely will be on the list if he is let go. Bryson, what's up? Hey, Nags, what if Wink Martindale leaves the New York Giants this offseason? A heavy pressure scheme might do the job. It's another guy whose name I wouldn't be surprised to see in the mix, but really it all comes down to who Matt LaFleur, you know, is, you know, has as far as ideas for how he wants to run a defense, you know. Obviously the Joe Barry was a strike, but ultimately again, it is his shop and it is his program. I don't know if he, you know, wants a Wig Martindale type, you know. Maybe he wants some young up and comer this time after having a, you know, a lifer in Joe Barry. You know, maybe he wants a first-time coordinator after whiffing on a guy who'd been a coordinator. It's a lot of elements here that I'm not quite sure. I know, obviously have no insight into Matt's mind, and what he's thinking there, but it's a possibility. I'm not going to say you know couldn't ever happen. Mimsy, what's up? The Jim Leonard back out got us here. No Plan B. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily true. They they you know they interviewed a lot of people. I mean, just because he asked Jim and Jim said no, I don't think there was any idea that like oh my gosh now we've got to draw together a list of people to interview. That list existed when they asked Jim, you know. So just uh, wish they hadn't pulled the trigger on Barry. Soder, what's up? Except for two brief moments in the 90s and 10s, the Packers defense has been a train wreck for almost 50 years. Same old, same old. Leave it to Soder to bring perspective. And you're not wrong, man. You are not wrong. Um, Yeah, it hasn't been great. Portmaster, thanks, buddy. What was the story when Ted Thompson fired someone when a washed player scored on us? You think TT is up there saying Baker fucking Mayfield? One of my all-time favorite stories from the Packers beat. It was before I was on the beat, but Tom Pelissero tells it beautifully. Where And for anyone who hasn't heard it, because I'm going to tell it again because it's one of my all-time favorite Ted stories. Uh, Monday night against the Eagles. Uh, Greg Lewis scores on Ahmad Carroll in the second half on a big touchdown. And totally pin-drop quiet press box. You just hear Ted Thompson, first year on the job, out of nowhere in the silence. All of a sudden, you hear Ted's voice Greg fucking Lewis. Next day, Ahmad Carroll is cut. But this is the problem. That's, Ahmad Carroll wasn't his guy. You know, these, these guys get so insular with their guys. And I think that's very particular to Ted. You know, Ahmad Carroll wasn't his guy. And as soon as he saw that, he was done with him. But still, I love That's just straight up gangster Ted. Matt, what's up? Joe or Matt more at fault for the defensive woes? Well, it's absolutely Matt. I mean, look, it, Joe is frustrating as hell with how he calls the defense, whatever he does or doesn't do when it comes to putting things in place for them to succeed, whether that's pre-snap, post-snap, rotations of the safeties, what they call when certain situations, situational ball is terrible on this defense, etc. All of that is Joe. But Matt sets the tone. Matt is the one who's—he's up there talking all the time. Like we go eleven hats to the ball. This is the play style I want to see. We got to get more aggressive here. You've been saying that literally your entire tenure in Green Bay, yet nothing ever changes. From two coordinators now, at some point it's on Lafleur to change it. And if he doesn't, then he's going to get the same results. And I hope you're scoring 50 a game. I mean, ultimately it's on Lafleur, no doubt. Abdul, what's up? Is Staley not the choice because he runs the same scheme? I didn't know much about him before he was the Chargers coach. Yes, he was the one who engineered the Rams defense, which Joe Barry was the linebacker's coach on, which Lafleur apparently loved and hired, you know, Barry on the strength of the scheme that was so good with the Rams. And then Staley, yes, went to the Chargers and tried to run. It's funny. I guess when you don't have Aaron Donald, you know, Other great players at all three levels of the defense apparently doesn't work quite as well. Um, That's not to say that, like, I think the scheme can't can't run well or doesn't work. I think, you know, look, Fangio is doing good stuff in Miami with it. I mean, he's the godfather of it. But Staley ran a very particular kind of hybrid, right? And that was kind of all the rage for a good hot second. But now offenses have spent a couple off seasons trying to work around it. And to me, it can still be successful. It's about what you emphasize. Again, you get what you emphasize. And if you're emphasizing, guys, whatever you do, keep backpedaling, well, yeah, you're going to get the results we've seen in Green Bay. Uh, Bill, what's up, man? I kind of feel bad for Joe Barry. You shouldn't be hated for sucking at your job. It's not like he's sucking on purpose. Look at, look at Bill. Everybody, raise your glass to Bill. Look at this bastion of humanity. Look at, look at this. I'm uh, Bill. Kudos to you. Merry Christmas. You sound exactly like my girlfriend this morning because I said, honey, if Matt fires Joe, I'm going to be really busy all afternoon. And she said, Oh, he can't fire him today. No way you fire him just before Christmas, which is something I hadn't even thought of. But Bill, here you are with your empathy. God bless you, man. That's great. And I know I sound sarcastic right now. I really am not. I'm I'm right there with you, Bill. I get it. Like, Joe is a fine person, good human, uh, doing the best he can. The best he can ain't good enough. It's a result-oriented business. Also, he's compensated pretty well. You know, so I get it. Yeah, it's a little inhumane. It's a little, uh, you know, it's tough. He is a human, but also, it's the NFL. That's life in the NFL. He's been fired before. He's going to be fired again. And then he's going to go, you know, on vacation with his family and have a great time. So I'm not too broken up about it. That's just me. I just, I'm just i a cold-hearted bitch. That's just how I roll. But I hear you. I hear you, man. Stanley, what's up? I hope Evero is available, praying for that. I mean, this will be the third time Matt would have an opportunity to hire him. Don't ever forget, it was down to him and Barry, and he chose Barry. And then this last offseason, he stuck with Barry when Everett became available after Denver broke up their staff. Who knows? Maybe. That's who I wanted. We'll see. We'll see. Mr. Englewood, what's going on? Sean Desai is your best replacement bet. JB can fix things by a switch to man press over zone. Coaches everywhere not making obvious calls like Getsey. I think that's pretty simplified there, Mr. Englewood, but... Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not sold on Sean Desai, who literally just got demoted in Philadelphia. But hey, stranger things have happened. Smooterino, what's up? Ahmad Carroll. That's a name I wish to forget. <laughs> There's some boxing gloves around here somewhere for you. Smalls, what's going on? Bill Belichick in Green and Gold, and I can die happy. Smalls, never gonna happen. But keep the dream alive. Uncultured Barbarian, how are you, man? Joe Barry is the Ahmad Carroll of defensive coordinators. I love you guys. I love this chat. This chat is absolutely amazing. Absolutely incredible. Look at all these folks. Hello to everybody on Facebook, on Instagram. You guys are so cool. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Um, Pete Smith says, I bet all these players behind the scenes think this staff is a joke. I would tend to disagree with that. I'm sure there are some frustrations, but... You know, for the most part, oftentimes it's a uh, bunker mentality. Uh, what else we got? Did Bill watch the film? I'll bet he did. Let's keep our focus. Fire Joe. Hey, hey, hey. That's not going to happen anytime soon. So you're, people are allowed to talk about other stuff. It's quite all right. Portmaster, what's up? It's rough hoping you get a sack on third down instead of first or second. A sack should be a drive killer, period. So much reliance on sacking every play. We were talking about that on Watch Party yesterday. I mean, if they don't get a sack, they're fucked. That's the Joe Barry defense. I should make that a Cheesehead TV shirt. If they don't get a sack, they're fucked. (laughs) LeFleur's going to run his... Hire his brother to run the defense. Now now we're just getting crazy. Now we're just getting insane. Um, let's see. Can him at church Christmas Day. All right, now now we're getting, now we're back to petty and, and evil. I like it. That's more like it. That's the internet I know. <laughs> I still have a tension headache from soft zone. Good old Jer- Joe Barry's garbage. I like it. Ah. Uh. Justin Brown, I greatly appreciate the super sticker. Sacrificed. I mean, kind of. It's kind of who they are, right? What's Raji up to these days? He would instantly be a better DC. Yeah. We're back to uh, we're back to where's Raji. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel here on YouTube, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.